Dude, I didn't know that um, koalas came in brown varieties. Dude, you thought that they were just... <laughs> you thought they were all straight gray koalas? I, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I thought all koalas were gray All the, the uniformed koalas, <laughs> they little fucking tuxedos. Yeah. Little gray tuxedos. Well, they're actually called drop bears, bro. No. <laughs> Look at this fucking giraffe, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this boy has got the motherfucking gut. <laughs> oh, he's got the motherfucking gut. He's, got he's mother. Gut. He's motherfucking spread, and we got a cheetah too. Look at this, this cheetah shit. Kind of looks like a bench. Look at this shit. It looks bro. like I can I can sit on the middle of its torso. Well, welcome back to Mom said it's my turn on the podcast episode twenty two. We're here with Adam. Yeah, we're What's here up? with uh, Logan as well. P Money's gonna be here in a little bit, and we're we're watching the fucking animals. We're here. We got the the Nat Geo pulled up, or or some shit like that. And there's a cheetah chilling here. Yeah, man. In the in the plains in the savannah. And then we we in the savannah. I love no, this. Well, look at him. Look at him. Fucking stride the through jungle, the bamboo. But it's the same cheetah. Oh, are you sure it's the same? What is that? I don't know, but it's got a good rack on it. I'll tell you what, dude. It's like a kudu or some shit, bro. <laughs> it has very large like a dingo. <laughs> yeah, man. Look at that. You got thing, dingo dude. balls. <laughs> How you been, Adam? How would you see its balls, dude? I don't see any balls. Well, you gotta wait for it to fucking. Ah, there it is. <laughs> there they are. There's the balls. You gotta wait for it to like line up to you, bro. It's still got the. It's it's. Antlers are still fuzzy though. What is so that? Like a lynx or like a bobcat or some that's shit? That's a lynx, my friend. Well, you know, because it's got the ear, the ear tassels. I only know that from um, Monsters vs. Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lynx. I'm pretty sure. I haven't seen. There, that. I don't actually think there was. There was like a. There's like this character who is like. Um, he was like a fish man, uh-huh. and they called him the lynx for some reason. But oh. he was like a fish. You know, so I, I actually have no idea if that was a bobcat or a lynx. It could have been a bobcat. It's about the creative liberties <laughs> with with monsters versus aliens. Apparently, <laughs> whether it's a bobcat or a lynx, who knows? I remember when we were really little. Um, we used to live like next to like this dude who was like a retired like FBI agent, and he just had probably like a hundred acres like in the middle of nowhere, right? Because we already lived like sure. kind of out in the country, and um, we're sitting there, and there was like a turtle in the yard, yeah, right. And so we were like fucking around with the motherfucking turtle. It was me what? and my sister, and my mom, and we we're kind of like, like a playing. tortoise. It was like a, it was like a, it was like a box turtle. What the fuck is that? I, I mean, we can, we can Google, it, we can pull it up, but for, for the purposes of the story, it looks like a fucking turtle. Like a, with legs or fins? With Flippers. legs. Okay, okay. With so legs. a tortoise. And he was like probably like I don't know, like, like give me like one of those. Like he's like, like dinner football plates. size. Yeah, like football dinner plate. Like yeah, like yeah, he was, yeah. He was pretty not, big, not like a little redhead slider that you see in the in the in the store. Like he's like a solid turtle. Right? I don't know this turtle lingo that you're pulling out. But... He's like a good solid average turtle, right? And yes. so and so we're sitting there, we're fucking with the turtle as you're you do. We're watching turtle. him. We're watching him meander through the grass. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, a deer hops the fucking fence and bolts through the lawn. Like, what the fuck? The dogs start going crazy. My mom's like, we're going inside. Okay. As we're moving to go inside, after playing with turtles, seeing the deer jump through the yard, right behind the deer, boom, bobcat, a bobcat flies through the fucking fence, bolts it straight through the yard. So on the same day- Steps on the turtle. No, the turtle was just like watching the whole thing happen like we were. So on the same day, we had a turtle, a deer, and a bobcat, and like the dogs and shit. Like all in the fucking yard, we just had like a whole like, a whole like, zoo, and I'll I'll just always remember that day. Damn, son. as as the zoo in the yard. You know what that reminds me of? What? Um. So I was a I, I used to go to the summer camp. Yeah. And um. So on, I was also a, a camp counselor there. Mm-hmm. P money in the house. Welcome, welcome P money to the welcome. podcast. You get a lapel mic. I'm pretty sure. Here, scoot, move this chair up. Perfect, and we're back. Welcome, welcome P-Money. That was a clapper. Hello, I'm happy to be here for my return to the podcast. Right? Swag, let's go. So fun. You know, we're happy to have you. Thank you. Here, yeah, on, man. here on the Mom's Cast, episode 22. Wow. It's here been we a are. Long run. It's it really been a has. Long... Man, it's, it been a, it's been a trip, dude. It's been a trip. It real. has. But, you know, we're here. We're looking at the drafts in the savannah. Mm. Here on Matt, our little national geographic How do those situation? trees get there, by the way? And why the fuck is it so flat? 
I will say, it felt like just yesterday I was listening to episode two, thought this was the best podcast of all time, became Monthcast number one fan, and then proceeded to weasel my way onto the show somehow. I don't know how you do yeah, it. There we go. You know, it's a very popular podcast. There's a lot of people fighting as contenders to be on here. It's an arena, really. Fighting mm-hmm. off emails every day, Logan. You know, I you respect know. that. We are. I mean, I mean, you ever check the uh, official Momcast or uh, manager actually? Yeah. Have Have they ever told you about like the demands that we're getting for people to be on here? It's I, It's out of It's out of this world. It's, I would believe that. You it's know? interstellar, really. There's a lot of people that want to be here, and you know, P Money just mm-hmm. advocated for yourself to get on here. Yeah. And P Money, P Money, P Money. That's how That's how you navigate your way through life. Really, you have mm-hmm. to. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's all about that hustle. Yeah, that's you know. Do I know anything about ducks? No. No. Am I now a treasurer? Sure. Yes. Exactly. Are you the treasurer for Ducks Unlimited? I am. For I Collins am Branch? Uh, for the CSU branch. Okay. Mm-hmm. CSU. Yes. Um, a mandatory shout out. If this happens to come out before April 15th, okay. uh, you should come to our banquet. We have, for only $20, unlimited beer and you get a souvenir glass. We have student there. ticket pricing. <laughs> we have raffles games. My father is constructing an entire uh, duck shooting game where you can win golden rubber ducks. So, Do you, um, as a member of the duck, um, Ducks Unlimited, mm-hmm. do you advocate for the shooting and killing of ducks? I will say, I came into college diehard against hunting. I thought it was really sad. But now, you know, with my major and everything, I'm learning that, like, hunting, you know, well-regulated, not that bad. I don't think I could take an animal's life personally. Um, But, you know, hunted meat is the most sustainable form of meat consumption so from a vegetarian i think that's i think that's as good of an endorsement as one can get also because so. like you know because most of the funding for conservation comes from like hunting and fishing so it works you out. know yeah works out at the end of the day yeah exactly i don't know my perspective is we've always been living off the land to yeah. some extent exactly nothing wrong with going back to our roots mm-hmm. right? yeah mm-hmm. man and plus it's like i don't know i feel like it's like a like a natural instinct sometimes for some people hunters and gatherers man mm. yeah man like i don't know i want to i want to hunt i want to try it out mm. i want to see how it is i haven't been on a hunt before but my dad's like a huge hunter like he'll go like every year mm-hmm. oh yeah he'll i got go a buddy up. who always hunts he always tells us about it some geology dude really mm. yeah my dad will go like all over the damn country i think most recently he did canada interesting and he went up there and he likes to bow hunt mm. and so they'll literally bow be like stalking crazy. like through the grass he'll, he'll tell me stories and it's like you take like five minutes to like move one arm and then mm-hmm. take five minutes to move Dang. one arm and then your leg and then your leg and you're like belly beat through the grass that's probably like, I don't know, like a meter tall. Um, but you're like, you stalk all the way up to where you're here to like the cardboard box. You're like hmm. five, ten, seven feet away from like a bunch of sleeping deer. Wow. They just pop up and like like I can see why that is a very sustainable way. Yeah. Extremely sustainable. <laughs> yeah, because extremely that sustainable. Yeah, take, no, take what you no, need. For one kill, you're, you're out there for days and days Dude, and I'm days. trying to get a big gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know that's, I don't know. Because like, the thing about They're hunting is like, like I, I wouldn't trust myself bow hunting if I, because I don't know how to shoot a bow, dude. It's I don't hard. know if I'd like be able to like take it down in one shot. Well, we're like, actually off a bow hunt, so. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hunt the ducks with bows? <laughs> I mean, we hunt, I think I don't even know if it's specifically it's, ducks. I don't know. We have some big ducks. game hunts too. Yeah. What about zebras, bro? Do you guys do uh, trophy hunts? We chance? have a there's a hunt for going to Africa, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. I do think trophy hunting is wrong. I don't know anything about it, but no, yeah, trophy, trophy hunting kind of sucks. Like the yeah, whole the conce- wildlife trade is kind of well. That and the concept of trophy hunting, like hunting for sport versus yeah, hunting for meat, is right. like a whole debate there. Mm-hmm. And like, there's an argument that you can do it for both. For example, yeah. like if you're shooting like caribou or like reindeer or like yeah. mooses or something like that. There's I mean, at least like on the screen. with usually like as le- at least like in the United States, um, in Canada, that's like it is like very highly regulated mm-hmm. um, versus like some other places around the world where it doesn't isn't necessarily. But Valid. yeah. Did you know that there's only one rhino left? Like, one right, white rhino left? Dang. I think I did read that. Mm-hmm. Very sad uh, day. I thought it died in 2018. Hmm? I'm pretty sure the last white rhino died. I, I think maybe, I saw that I don't know. I saw some news about the white rhino. I saw something about I think it was, like, two years one, like, ago, though. Like within, yeah. Like, within, like, the past couple months. We're going yeah, for a know. Google here. <laughs> Man, I saw that last on Twitter. Rhino. And then, like, Twitter, I guess, nowadays has, like, this, like, 
correction thing where it's like ah. like the actual fact behind mm-hmm. the thing that you're seeing and it was like it was like okay so there's a video from some random like spam account that showed like the last like white rhino like north african white rhino or some shit like that mm-hmm. like passing away they're putting it down because it was super old and sick so based on google the last male died on march 19 2018 okay that was sudan was his name he had He's a name. Parish. That means that white rhinos can no longer reproduce. Did they not save the sperm? Oh, they That's what I was going to say. Because, like, with like the white foot of ferret, they cannot whatever. reproduce sexually. Oh, okay. Normally. Did they do that with? Yeah, they literally like they cloned the the black footed ferrets. Like, really? and they, I didn't they know that. They have a whole like cryogenic bank or cryogenic bank. Um, I think they call it the cryozoo or whatever, mm. where they just like are saving like, um, animal like, DNA. Yeah, DNA from animals that are like like I think it's like mostly like endangered type animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I'm assuming the goal would be to comprehensive. Yeah, right? yeah. So they're trying to like, um, so there is like a like a like a bank, but it's like really hard to do. Like you know that kind of um artificial insemination type stuff and have it be successful that's crazy dude because like okay so in when i was in high school when i was a senior because i grew up in denver and we had the uh uh rocky mountain national arsenal arsenal Mm -hmm. and it is where the united states government um used to store nuclear waste um after they made like bombs and stuff they would store they'd bury it outside of denver Mm -hmm. and um so basically this whole like uh, it's this massive area outside of denver it's like low-key like dangerous to set up like residential like housing or suburbs out there so mm. they made it into a big national like wild li- wilderness or wilderness something like area. that mm-hmm. yeah like a wilderness area and then they actually reintroduced the black-footed ferret into mm. that area because mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. a- they're able to because there's like yeah. a really healthy like prairie dog population yeah um, but I never knew that they like came back from the dead yeah, off literally. of sperm. That's crazy. Yeah, literally. So what had happened was that, um, and I learned all this from like the Discovery Center here in Fort Collins, who, that, mm. who like actually like pioneered the project. Okay. Um, some like family saw like a black-footed ferret out on their ranch, um, and which they thought was extinct. Yeah, okay. basically. Um, and so from that like very small population, they were able to like. Um, like use the combination of like their like DNA and other stuff. Um, and then they were only able to get successful litters from putting it in the domestic ferrets. Mm-hmm. And so like two so domestic they ferrets. They fertilization yeah. with black ferret DNA. And they black ended up, yeah. And so they, it's like, it's a cute little gay love story mm-hmm. sort of. Cause they had, cause like they had like two mothers. Cause mm-hmm. like the, um, the two like domestic ferrets. One of them actually like gave birth to the pups, and the other one nursed the pups. Um, and oh. they also have like domestic siblings. But but yeah, and so from that they now have a whole breeding program, which is pretty cool. That's really neat. Yeah, it's That's amazing. Really it's neat. amazing what what science can do. It's a little science sure. laddie. Would you? Okay. Oh, we, have, we have lost Adam. We've he's lost. he's out attending his. Right uh, as we're about to get philosophical too. I know we're talking about philosophy and and plants and and animals yeah. and and genetics. Mm-hmm. And Adam's been abducted by his uh, his <laughs> RA duties, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, that's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. What have you been up to? Tell me about your life recently. Let's my life. My life. Hmm. It's hard. Yeah. Life has been life has been rough. Yeah. <laughs> um, completely zoning out. Oh, look at those cranes! I saw cranes. I went on a field trip over spring break, and okay. we saw we saw the cranes. My the sandhill cranes okay. migration. I learned how to camp. That was pretty cool. And yep. now I'm exhausted and tired, and I don't want to quit school, but like I won't. Um, you know, we're in here. We're hustling. Yeah. What is it? Six weeks. Exactly. And then I only have like, you know. Uh, two more two more semesters some light little semesters and then and then i can and i'll be living my domestic bliss getting out of out of this i don't want to say hell hole but hell hole yeah. um yeah yeah, yeah. it'll you be know, nice it closes in exactly exactly slowly and steadily yeah one day at a time and mm-hmm. you know doing little shit like this little screwing around exactly. stuff. exactly 
Makes it pass faster. You know, I will say, I think I partake a little bit too much in the screwing around. Not enough of a little, little working, but you know, somehow, somehow it all works out. So, you know, and so you know. I tell myself the same thing, and then I like zoom out a little bit, and I realize mm. that I'm like doing the RA job, and I'm doing mm-hmm. like 15 credits, and I'm doing my other two jobs, and like I'm busy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't know. Even if it feels like I'm screwing around too much, like, you got to take time for yourself. This is true. That's you some sage t- advice. My friend taught me that, like, right before spring break. It was like, she was like, dude, like, fucking take some space for yourself. Like, you're not doing mm-hmm. that. And I was like, okay. And I did that over break. It was so nice. Hell He's yeah. back. That's just like life. Comes and goes. Comes and goes. And waves. Like Adam. Yeah, like Adam. <laughs> like Adam. Because we're all like Adams. Adams. It's true. Yeah. It's Holy shit. Adam, how is your life? You seem to live a blissful life. Blissful? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm chilling. Um, not really hanging in there. I want to say that, but I, I don't know. I'm chilling. I, I'm pretty content right now. Good. I don't yeah. know. I like what I'm studying. I like being at school. Mm. Um, I think Adam's a pretty cool. <laughs> I really like... Uh, Do you like rocks? Do you know what? Oh. I do like rocks. And how the atoms are arranged in rocks. I like how atoms are arranged, not just in rocks. I mean, I'm taking OCHEM. Oh. And do you I think enjoy OCHEM? I, yeah, I'm in OCHEM 2 right now. And I, it's my oh. favorite class I think I've ever taken. Dang. It's pretty sick, man. I'm excited for, I'm taking Biochem Ooh. next wow. semester. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Wow. Only like, person to have fun in a Biochem. Right? <laughs> Yeah, man, it's it's pretty neat stuff, though. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't know. It's it's pretty it's pretty weird. Give us an example. What are you studying right now? In which class? In in OCHEM. Oh, in OCHEM. So right now we just finished up a unit, but I guess like carbonyls and carbonyl reactivity and like nitriles, nitrile groups, um, cyanide. We're studying Hello. cyanide right that's now. That's cool. Uh, that's one thing. We're learning how to make it and break it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And how to use it as a nucleophile because it's a wow. very good nucleophile. Is that why it kills people? <laughs> no, I don't actually know why it kills people. Because it, it replaces oxygen. Does oh. it actually? I believe like so. Like oh, well, Yeah, it's a, it's a much better nucleophile than... Say it again? Like bonding to the hemoglobin or Maybe. doing something else? I don't know. I just know that yeah. it makes it where your body can't It breathe. has to do something with bonding. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's very good at being a negatively charged... Um, mm. and a nucleophile likes to likes to attach to to carbons. Mm-hmm. That's probably it's, what it's it is then, because the the regular oxygen is just the minus two, right? So if it's oxygen more... is a very good nucleophile, but cyanide is better because exactly. it has so it, so the body prioritizes it over the oxygen because it's a better nucleophile. Hmm. That's what I would assume. Honestly, man, I think it's just like kind of a savage chemical. <laughs> Right. So we should all just like carry around a little, a little bit of cyanide with us yeah, as a reminder teeth. of our strength. Our you know, as yeah. a reminder yeah, of the like, <laughs> down and then like you know end it all if you really need to. Yeah, man, a reminder of the Cold War. See, <laughs> see how far we've come, but we haven't really Bob's come that far. Bob's gets political. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like because like the Cold War, right? You yeah. have like like the two sides, like like you know, high tensions. Any moment, that's just life. You know, like except. The Is two the sides are the are the TV with the rhinoceros on it, and then <laughs> us talking are, about cyanide. I was going to say extinct. two sides within yourself, but that works too. Yeah, like in two bulls. Oh, that's a koala. Okay, about- yeah, okay, so have you ever seen a brown koala before? <laughs> no, wait, Or a, a brown drop bear? No, no oh, drop bears aren't real. <laughs> that that's a drop bear right there. No, <laughs> drop bears aren't real. Drop bears are that's real. What you think. <laughs> and they will drop on you when you least suspect it. Oh, drop, what's that thing? Like the drop Pacific. Bears are just koalas. I know someone who lives in Australia. The Pacific Forest Octopus? Yeah. It's like the octopus in the forest. Yeah. Honey, yeah. yeah. It lives in the trees. Yeah. There's an octopus that lives in the trees? Yeah, it's yeah. the Pacific Forest it octopus. It lives up there with the drop bears. Something like that. Well, no, drop bears are, are from Australia. They have like different niches. I mean, like they both live in trees, but like. And then they both live in Australia too. But they like, yeah. I have a fun climates. fact for you guys. Okay. Um, I think it was Brandon that actually told me this, but <laughs> there was who? Brandon. I don't know who that is. No. That, did I just make up that name? Yeah, yeah I, I think you did. About. Okay, I actually. We don't know anyone named Brandon. Probably something like alternate timeline universe kind of thing. Like no, probably it's you're it's, just getting some like ra- some radio it's like brain B, waves. It's like B Br- Braden. 
Brave? Maybe, that sounds that's more right. Of a like different Byron? Name. I think you're getting that because like the other Brayden. RAs were there the tonight and they work in Braden. Oh, oh that's true. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. I, okay, so someone in the past, someone told me that. Um, okay, so there used to be this tree called the American Chestnut, and it spanned over Ohio and like all these other like states and stuff in the United States and like North America and stuff, like into Canada. Um, and they would actually get bigger than like sequoia and redwood trees, or like uh, like up to up to that kind of size. I don't know if bigger, they, but they, they get up to that absolutely size. Absolutely massive. Absolutely big, bad lads, dude, fucking huge. And they'd be like super big. But there was like a, um, I don't know what it was. It was, it was some kind of parasitic um, thing. It, it was like either like a fungus or a or a bacteria or a or an some insect. Some shit the tree don't like. Some <laughs> shit that the tree just don't like. And it was from like Asia or some shit. It was on a lumber mm. import to the United States. Okay. And um, it was in, like, the 1800s, but it wiped out, like, 13 billion of these, like, absolutely, like, crazy wow. giant chestnut trees. They just got KO'd? They just got knocked the fuck out, dude. Mm-hmm. I believe you. I yeah, man. You. It's kind of crazy. Cause, what happened. Cause that lived on, that That was, like, a like a sequoia or, like, a redwood, but it, yeah. it was on, like, the East Coast instead of the West oh, Coast. Oh, yeah. And they just got... Well, yeah. The big giant off. trees on the East Coast that died. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, everyone knows about that. But there's none. There's really? no more of them because yeah. they all die. Dang. They all die. Just like the Carolina parakeet. We could have had parrots. What? Yeah. Have you never heard of the Carolina parakeet? No. I've never. We literally have a parrot that was native to... North America. Yeah, to North America mm-hmm. um, in, like, the southern... Uh, part of the, what is now the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and literally good old market hunting or whatever. They're all dead yeah. now. Yeah, we've lost that so much shit. Shame. We have, we have. But they're like really pretty too. Man, um, I believe you. Yeah, the passenger you. pigeon. Like other parakeets. Mm, yeah, the passenger pigeon. Rest in peace. They would fly in flocks of like billions or yeah. something like that. Yeah, probably. Like some and crazy. And they had passengers apparently. Yeah, yeah they're dude, like they'd little like, mini airplanes. <laughs> they'd ride on each yeah, other. Right? Yeah, they'd have really big ones, and then the small ones would hop on well, the big well, ones. Well, they'd switch off. Here, oh, here's true, something true. for you. Okay. So things probably used to ride around on the passenger pigeons, like mm-hmm. little arthropods or whatever, mm. and then they got died. They got killed, right? And their feathers were probably used in hats because everyone put f- all the feathers in hats. Mm. And so then hats were flying in planes. So instead of things flying on them, they were flying on things. Whoa. That's true. So From the dead. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who would From wear... From the grave. Feather hats on planes, but it could have happened. Could have happened. I mean, they used to smoke cigarettes on planes. Anything's yeah. possible. That's true. It used to be That's a true. luxury service. True. You know, with meals always included. Actually, yeah, because it was just for the rich to go on like a little day trip in the airplane. I'm gonna go on on, like a bougie airplane from 40 years ago. Did you guys know that a single two hour airplane flight is the equivalent dose of x ray radiation to an x ray? Wow, at the doctor's office. No, but I believe it. So, does that mean that people who like fly frequently? Like they, doctors and whatever, not like doctors, but like, like how pilots. doctors have to like yeah, like pilots. Yeah, yeah. They probably like, get a lot of radiation. Yeah, but does that, do they have to start like wearing like X-ray like like no, lead? But they things? probably have an increased risk uh, for cancer. Yeah, because I like, think there's like a limit to how much they're allowed to fly. There is, yeah. but people are career wide career wide pilots. Yeah, it's true. And if they're cognizant of that, they might like lead line the interior of the cabin or mm. something. Like Make that. it like a Faraday. What if cage? you get lead poisoning? You gotta eat it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do y'all know? You can't just like touch it no. and get lead poisoning. No, I pretty. If you get like a heavy before. metal poisoning, are you able to like get rid of it? Charcoal, isn't it? Oh shit. No, charcoal's just carbon. Well, like charcoal. But it has, like little holes, little yeah. like, gaps isn't and that... voids. I think you're talking about like eating like too much gold or like copper, or, like iron or something like that. Iron would uh-huh. be the easiest like mercury. One. Well, I don't know. How, how would how you? you... Your body has its way to deal with toxins, but it doesn't have a way to deal with all toxins. Yeah. It doesn't have a way to deal with, at least from my understanding, I always heard that, um, like, heavy metals is so bad because it accumulates in your neurons. Whoa. And so then, like, that's why, like, people with lead poisoning are super slow. They go crazy. Yeah, and they, like, have, like, these weird, like, like, I don't know. Like, I, it, like, like, causes, like, dementia, doesn't it? Yeah, dude, it it, it, it kind of fucks you up. That's scary. Because they used yeah. to burn leaded gasoline, which was better yes. for your mm. engines. But then for and a period they, of yeah, time. Yeah, and they still do with, like, racing and stuff like that. Oh, like in specific, really? Yeah, in specific cases, they still use leaded Interesting. gasoline. That seems it's illegal. It's just very rare. 
Because, oh. as you said, you don't want breathing lead, lead fumes. It makes mm-hmm. you. It makes you silly, goofy. Silly goofy. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know if they treat the gas with lead or if they take it out. Mm-hmm. You know, it'd be kind of fun, thing. like like a toxins themed like like um, potluck party type thing. Like okay. make like little little lead chips, put it all in a bowl. Um, uh, what else can you put? Get Mercury. <laughs> Mercury. Arsenic. Mercury punch. <laughs> Yeah. Arsenic. Like, I mean, yeah, you could either do it with the and real you, stuff you, or just like, just like all the like world power leaders or Ooh, what? there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. We Let's like. take them all out. Comedy podcast. We are a comedy podcast. I repeat, mom said ITS my turn on the podcast is a comedy podcast. Market it as like an art exhibit, but like only for cool people. And everyone wants to prove they're cool. So that's how yeah. we get them. And so, so you just like kill like metals. a bunch of like billionaires and powerful people. Exactly. With your with your mercury punch, yeah, mercury. Do you think punch. they'd see it coming, or they think it was a bit? I think they would think it was a bit, like especially if you throw some strawberries in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone likes strawberries. Yeah, strawberries. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I don't know what else goes in punch, but well, strawberries, obviously. <laughs> 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 it's strawberry punch, you know. Yeah. It's a rudimentary idea. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll stew on it. We'll yeah, stew we'll, on it we'll, for a we'll little. Come, we'll come back to it. Yeah, we'll come back exactly. To it. Yeah. What's y'all's what's y'all's spirit animal? Like what animal we relate to or like what animal we are? I don't know. Like okay, or so like, so well, I yeah, guess how like do you interpret if, that question. That's a great idea. Well I want how you, you I want spirit I, animal I, question. I want <laughs> you guys to decide. Like what what animal am I? And then and then What animal are you or what animal do you want like, to be? If if okay no, if I was the animal, like what what would you like like you perceive me You'd be like a dog. Yeah, be a dog? literally. What yeah, kind of dog? What breed? Um, I would say to... like a like a brown lab, not a not oh, a golden yeah. lab, like a brown lab. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got the like happy go lucky, like care about everyone energy. Logan, you give me iguana vibes. Okay. <laughs> no, do I don't know. You just kind of like sit there. You're kind of chill. Like you're not necessarily like as um needing to. You're not necessarily like a dog, you know, that needs to be like around people. I need to be getting a constant like, you know, interaction, affection and such. Mm-hmm. But like, but like you'll sit there and be chill. Maybe eat a fly or something. I don't I was know. Gonna say, I was like, do I eat? Do I eat flies? Like, do I get the fly Probably. eater vibe? Yeah. Or we're like a, like a, like a beetle, like a bug eater. <laughs> snail. It's a snail. freaking There was love. a ladybug. There's the ladybug. Aww. I agree with the iguana. The I can yeah. definitely see that. And yeah. Peyton, I could see you being a dragonfly. A dragonfly. Okay, fly. I like that. I like that. Okay. That is such an apt description. Okay. Yeah. Dragonflies are Go sick. Get into the metaphor. Dude. Get in there. Get into the metaphor. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. So dragonflies always be like, I don't know, man. Well, they be buzzing. Do you know they can't walk? They can't walk. They can't walk. That sounds made up. No, dude, just look dude, it up, man. The they they like can't. They hardly ever land. But no, no, I don't know about hummingbirds. But I know Hummin- dragonflies cannot walk. Their legs cannot carry them. But oh, they really? can fly in any direction, and they can hover as well. They Which can land so cool. though. They're like ornithopters. They land on things. They, they land, land, yes. Yeah, but they don't. But walk. they can't walk. Ornithoptera. I will say, I've never seen a, a dragonfly walk. I haven't either. I actually I don't know. That. If that's I think I heard that somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like hella questioning myself. I mean, right you're going to get me fact The hummingbirds but... hardly ever walk. And you can hardly get them to land. I've never mm-hmm. seen a hummingbird walk. Well, yeah, because like, they'll like die if they go too long without eating. Mm-hmm. Unless they're, it's like at night and they're like. They've got like the fastest metabolism of like any bird. Basically. Yeah. And so they're constantly like, go, go, go. I need to eat. I need to fly. I need to do this. I need to do that. Like hardly ever sleep yeah I th- i'm pretty sure they have relatively short lifespans yeah i don't know for sure because they gotta recur right year to year right yeah it's gonna be at least a year right but i do know that those little those little guys hearts mm-hmm. i don't know if you've ever held a hummingbird before mm-hmm. but they feel like they're having a heart attack all the time wow oh no yeah it's crazy well that's just how they're built that's just normal Dude, look for at the snake oh. it was a snake there's a snake in the water or it oh. might have been a frog, but it just poked his head out. <laughs> was he gonna eat the bird? I don't know. Maybe the bird's eating it. That looks like a bird that could fuck up a snake. Those are little mm. seagulls. I think they would. They would kind of like just run away. Monkey butt. Monkey butt. And zebra butt. And zebra butt. So many butts. Is this just like a loop? Yes. Like I could have swore I saw these zebras before. It is. Do you guys want? I can put on a a 
video of like nature. If you do that. This is this not nature? This is like animal nature. <laughs> yeah. This is we need rock nature. Logan, I always think that you're in forestry. No. But <laughs> so it always surprises me. And I can not now not for the life of me think of what you actually do. Psychology. Yeah, that's such an enigma. Like I can't imagine you like sitting in like psychology classes oh. and like Doing brain stuff. Turn turn the water down. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, water. doing like brain the, stuff. And I like, like how brains work. Yeah, like I, I feel like you could be like a cool. You'd be like a chill therapist. Not gonna lie. Like you just sit there and you're just like, yep. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. People. The reason I got into psychology is because people tell me that I give good advice, hmm. and people oh, come yeah. to me for advice, or we just end up talking about shit like that, like relatively regularly mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Like on over the weekend, like my dad drove up and I basically had like a therapy session with him. Like it mm. just it just happened, and I won't go into detail out of like, yeah. respect for him, but yeah. he really opened up. And it was really really cool. Privilege, right? Yeah, basically, <laughs> right? Um, but I remember um, it would have been spring of last year. I was on the phone with my cousin, and she was talking to me about some girl, and we talked for like forty five minutes, and she ends the conversation with like, "Wow, Logan, you should really be like." Like a therapist, like you have really good <laughs> advice, and people told me that before, but that was the first time I like considered it, right? Mm. So I go back after that um, conversation. I skate back to Braden because that's where I lived at the time. Mm. Was Braden, which is why we keep talking about it, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Um, no other reason. Yeah, no other reason. Um, and um, I, you know, smoke a little bit, and I hop in the shower, and I'm like, "What if I was like a therapist? Like, what if I like took the psych major, like pill? What if I took the route? Yeah, and then." From there, I, like, narrowed it down to between business and psych over the next semester. And then I'm a psych major, and I'm, like, absolutely loving it. Yeah. I love how applicable it is in day-to-day life and mm-hmm. how, like, it helps me be more introspective and cognizant of my mm. mental health as well as my social interactions with others. Yeah. It's really, really cool. That's Hell incredible. Yeah. 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 It's an it's an awesome major. But, yeah, free therapy, I guess. I don't even need to see my therapist next week, yeah, apparently. Yeah. Logan, I'm going to be I'm going to be coming to you with my therapy yeah. concerns. Okay. Here on yeah. I'll have you know. I'm here, dog. I'm here for you. Yeah, I need to break up with my therapist. How how does one break up with a therapist? Like I talk to my therapy my therapist about breaking up with people. Like, I don't know what to do. You just stop paying them and they'll do you want to still go to therapy or you want to stop? I do. I still I feel like I because I still need therapy. Like I'm kind of a my mind is kind of a hot mess, but I also feel like I need someone who like specializes in like you know, neurodivergent people, because, like... Your therapist doesn't do that currently? No, she, like, like all the stuff she knows about, like, autism especially is, like, stuff I've told her from l- what I learned on TikTok. <laughs> Fair. Um, so, A, let's try to do research that's not on TikTok. No, um, no, it's, like, I also... <laughs> <laughs> B, my sister jumped around from therapist to therapist for, like, a year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. And her big thing was, like, you need to find a therapist that's right for you. Um, and so she's told her story to, like, a bunch of different people. But, like, she says that she knew pretty quick, like, within, like, a session or two, mm-hmm. whether she likes someone or not. Um, but her big thing is just, like, be comfortable talking with them and, like, mm-hmm. sharing with them. And making sure that they make you feel safe and validated in what you share. Um Preferably in a non-judgmental tone, but at the end of the day, different people are looking for different mm-hmm. things with therapy. Some people want that validation, they want that social support, and they want someone to tell them that, like, hey, it's okay, and, like, you're going to handle it, you're going to make it through it. And some people want it to be more, like, problem-solving focused. Um, and it's more of, like, a, um, I don't know, like, here are my issues, like, mm-hmm. help me fix them, Give, help me make a plan. Yeah. You know, something like that. And, um... Between those two sides is really like those are the biggest distinction I would say with advice and therapy in general. I know that whenever someone's coming to me with a problem, um, one of the first things that I do is assess like do they want a shoulder to cry on or do they want logic? Do they want a plan? Do they want a plan of action? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do they want that constructive nature of it? And so what you need to do when you're switching therapists is A, like ask yourself like what's my goal here? Mm-hmm. That would I, that's what I would say would be the one biggest thing. So what is your goal? See, that's a problem. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I have, like, some trauma that I've, like, tried working through, but, like, mm. yeah. Eh. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, mainly I've been, like, struggling with a lot of, like, executive, like, dysfunction stuff and, like, school and stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like I need a little bit more guidance on. Completely fair. Yeah. I don't know. Do yeah. you feel like you need, like, support, like, academically? Like, you need, like, um, accommodations? 
I mean, I have like some accommodations. I honestly should probably like go back and see if I could get more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like I just like need like a person to just like tell me what to do. Like basically need like a, a parent almost. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone that helps yeah. you structure like your schedule on yeah. a week-to-week basis. Yeah, and like can help like I I don't know. I need like reminders to mm-hmm. like do things and like organize my life and like take set aside a time for. A, aside time for all of that because like i'm a good student i just like life is just hard <laughs> i know there's a lot more variables than just it being is. a student yeah exactly like if i could like just be a student like it would be a lot easier to do be. the student things exactly I agree. but as people like we've got a lot of exactly. different roles to fill and frankly life mm-hmm. would not be as fulfilling if you were just a student it would be because in the day what are you really a student sad. for the exactly other shit? you know what i mean uh-huh so, i know someone like someone i don't know who it was but like was saying um uh, some like like don't listen to this advice. But most of your memories are not going to be from classes. So do all the fun stuff, like go to parties and do all that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. At the end of the day, when you're thinking back in college, it's gonna be like, yes, I was intellectually stimulated yeah. and engaged, and my brain was enriched. Mm-hmm. And in the long term, that helped me. Mm-hmm. But when you're reminiscing, mm-hmm. what are you gonna be thinking about? Yeah, are you thinking about shit like, oh. I went on a podcast um, that was hosted by the Your Mom's Cast ho- hosts. Yeah. Um, and Best host of all time. Obviously. Yeah. Um, on this random fucking Tuesday, and that was fun as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to be thinking about shit like that. I'm going to think about all the cocaine. <laughs> Adam's going to think about the and cocaine. All the strippers. And the yeah, strippers. Yeah, I just learned today what a snow bunny is, so... Is that where you do the cocaine on the stripper? What? No, it's just like someone who does cocaine, I think. I don't know. Don't quote me on it. I don't see. I'm still learning too. I don't know. I have to be explained like things all the time. I I won't explain these, but I learned what an Eiffel Tower is. Um, Oh, I know what that is. (laughs) I can guess guess what that is. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I knew what it was because from Saturday night or Friday night, whatever, when it was half explained, but. My you, friend did not explain it well enough. Together? No, no, they had to re-explain it to me today. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Yeah, that's lovely. But you know, we live and we learn. We live and we learn. We do. You know, fact of the day, whether it be educational or mm-hmm. whether it be uh, kinky. <laughs> Honestly, dude, like I feel like college is. I don't. know. It's like it's like we have like so many expectations like going into our college experience mm-hmm. and then while mm-hmm. we're living our college experience and then we when we get out of it like we see it very much as like or i know like a lot of people see it as like a block of their life that they did and they mm-hmm. reminisce about and it was a time mm-hmm. that they will never forget but honestly man it's kind of just like life but super expensive cuz like mm-hmm. i don't know it's like it's like fun and all and it's like okay i'm gonna learn how to do this like 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 this thing Mm -hmm. but um i'm also gonna spend a ton of money and i'm gonna be in Mm -hmm. debt for a long time because Mm -hmm. of this Mm -hmm. and it's it's not really like like so much as like a like a piece of my life Mm -hmm. i feel like it's like more of just like like i don't know just like just life but mm-hmm. like i'm at college right now yeah. I, I don't know I, does that make any sense i feel like i'm like just talking extent, out of my ass well to a certain extent because like your life in college is not all college right right mm. so you're not just doing college classes you're not just doing college activities you kind of are because it, it is very insular mm. it, it is it can be and as ra is even more so for mm. us yeah. we spend most of our time on we campus compared to people yeah exactly um compared to people who live off campus and they're more involved in say the fort collins community mm-hmm. Um, or in whatever community they're in college at, right? To our viewers all over the U.S. <laughs> but um, at the end of the day, it's like you're in college for a reason, right? And right. primarily that reason is education. But um, from a broader perspective, that reason is intellectual enrichment, right? Yeah. It's I want to develop and grow my brain so that I can do more with the rest of my life, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that's summarized in the form of degree, but a degree doesn't really capture all of that. Right. It's not just purely education. It's more of it's the also, next step. I yes, feel like. exactly. It's it's a lot of it is social maturation, right? You're becoming mm. you're becoming better as a person. You're defining who you are. Um, you're meeting so many people, and a lot of people move, like for me, out of state. Um, mm-hmm. you're, it's your first time away from home, so you've got all these responsibilities. There's all these different variables. And so over that four-year period, you change a lot as a person. Mm-hmm. And so I think that the idea of college being a chapter of your life like that is true and that like 
you change a lot over that period and it's very definitive yeah. but you're right that it's not just college there's all this other shit too you know what yeah. i mean and that's where i think you're coming from with the well it is part of life it is yeah i you're guess living. that's just that might just be me like projecting my own like i don't know what i like saw college as but then i like kind of realized that it's like very much just like oh i'm still very much the same person that mm. i was before i was in college and i'll still be the same person yeah you're still adam ring i'm still adam yeah. ring dude i'm still gonna be me no matter what exactly i'll i'll, I'll, I'll keep it in a hundred bro exactly but, but that doesn't mean that you're not a different version of that same person that's yeah grown i mean I'm, I'm like evolving and changing and becoming like a like a like a more more socially socially matured Mm. I, is that what you said i don't know well, for me, <laughs> version of myself I'm, my, I'm chilling. my projection there in that description of college was the fact that like i became from i use college as an opportunity to go from being introverted to being extroverted mm. oh. so i think naturally and this is a realization that i've come to over the past couple weeks um is that naturally i think that i'm extroverted deep down but because like i lived a bunch of a bunch of I lived in a family of introverts. <laughs> I'm having trouble with English today. Um, I lived in a family of introverts. I was raised by introverts, um, and so I assumed that I was an introvert. Um, and I've always been naturally shy and cautious. That inhibited me socially. So I've mm. always had, like, a drive to, like, be social and be around mm -hmm. people. And um, even, like, like even when I was younger, like, uh, when I was alone, like, it didn't feel good, right? And, like, talking to, like, my dad, who's, like, one of the more introverted people that I know, he's like, when I'm alone, like, I love being alone and being social, like, actually drains me. Mm. And for me, being social would drain me in the past, but that's because I didn't know how to be mm -hmm. social in a way that wasn't draining for me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. Not that I didn't know how to engage with people um, in a way because I was introverted and therefore that made it draining. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and so in college, what happened for me? Um, was I just forced myself to get out there. Um, the summer before college, I worked my first, like, service position as a pool bar waiter. And so that, like, forced me to get out and, like, talk to people, right? Um, and then, like, coming into college, I really, really made a point to just get out there and, like, talk to people. I remember, like, walk around, like, on the IM fields and just walk up to random people and be like, can I play spike ball with y'all? Or, like, I'd be sitting down in the dining hall and, like, I'd force myself to go sit with someone who was alone to, like, make a new friend. Mm. Like, shit like that, right? Mm. Um, and over time, that forced me to be better, um, like, socially and be um, more sociable in general. And so I think whenever I'm talking about um, my college experience, like, what I was projecting there was that... Um, that social aspect. Mm -hmm. You know what yes. I mean? Because definitively for me, my socialization has been the biggest mm -hmm. change by far. I by far. feel that. <laughs> but. But. I feel like in college, I've like low-key regressed. Or it might have mm. been like um, a side effect of quarantine. Mm. Okay. But um, when I first got to school, it was like, or to college, I guess. I don't know. I was like, kind of just like carrying on with the same same shenanigans that I'll get into in high school. In high school, yeah. yeah. It's because like I knew a bunch of people from my high school who came here. Mm -hmm. Um, because like I, I don't know. I grew up in state or mm -hmm. whatever, and like came to CSU. But then quarantine hit, and like something like completely changed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, like I didn't like. I found like the thing that I like wanted to study, but I like, I like kind of like decided that I was going to like dedicate myself to it in mm -hmm. a lot of ways because like, I, I never like used to like school or mm -hmm. anything. Like I did, like I didn't really want to do college all that much. No, I only did school because like it was, it was the vibe. You know what I mean? I went to a college prep school and so school was the thing. Mm. You know what oh, I mean? And college yeah, was the natural dude. next step. That's mm -hmm. the reason why I'm here. I just saw no other option. It was like mm. there's there's nothing else school to work, do, right? And there's a lot more I money guess, after yeah. school when when you after you get in with all your degree and your debt mm -hmm. and shit. Yeah, man, I wasn't ready for the real world though. No mm -hmm. I I don't think most eighteen year olds are. Yeah, last summer, not this like past summer, but the summer before, I worked at um uh, what is it called like a manufacturing like plant for. Uh, CBD products okay. um, and so that was like you know like factory work and that was like really eye-opening for me it's like um, and also like gave me like a reason to like can kind of continue school basically because it's mm. like yes I could like have a life doing like jobs such as this and like mm. I could make something out of it mm. um, but like it's also like I want a lot more value out of my life yes. than this um, yeah 
I know what you mean. And at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta work hard and to play hard. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, man. I think that's like the biggest thing. You just gotta like no matter like what you do, it doesn't really matter as long as like you find something that you like to do and you just like work really hard and make it yours. And exactly. Yeah, that's right. The money will come after that. The money, the success, like mm-hmm. the things that you want. Or the fulfillment, mm-hmm. or just whatever. And yes, the fulfillment's for. the biggest part of that, right? It's, it's like it's like kind of like manifesting. Like if you mm-hmm. want the money to come, it'll mm-hmm. come. You just got to work really hard. Exactly. If you want the the fulfillment to come or the happiness, yeah, yeah, like it'll come. But mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, I guess with happiness and these more abstract like emotions, like <laughs> it's like kind of like the the getting after it, mm-hmm. and then like you realize it was there the whole time or whatever. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I think the fulfillment is in the journey a lot of the time. Um, I know for me, the way that I figured that out was by grinding mounts on World of Warcraft. So on World oh, of Warcraft, yeah, World of Warcraft, whenever I played World of Warcraft, like, um, there, to get mounts in the game, you get it from, like, all different stuff. So you can do, like, raids, or you can do, like, PvP, or you can go and do, like, quests. I was doing archaeology in this case. <laughs> and so in I World fly in World of Warcraft. <laughs> what? So I turn on... I'd, and there was like a weekly, like arc or like a monthly thing. The quest would reset for like what you got from the archaeology thing, and That's for that crazy. month it was a mount. And so I was like, oh, this only comes around like once a year. I'm gonna mm. go grind it out. And so I put on, I think it was Avengers: Infinity War, um, and uh, I hadn't seen Boss it yet. It was an Infinity War of Age of Ultron. I don't remember. Mm. Uh, on one water, I had World of Warcraft. The other, <laughs> I was flying around doing the archaeology dig sites. And I did it for like four hours one afternoon, right? Okay, not bad. And not I bad. remember I, it, t- it was like the length of the Avengers movie, right? Um, and so I flew around and I was like getting the like archaeology piece. And I was like, wow, I really like arch- I've never done archaeology in World of Warcraft before. I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. Um, and I remember getting them out and I was like, oh, like that's kind of neat. But like looking back on it, like just the fun really part care. was just like screwing around, like watching the movie, like um, doing the archaeology dig sites, right? Yeah, man. And so looking back, I was like, wow, like. It was in the journey. You know what I mean? Mm. At the end of the day, like, getting my fucking, like, blue moose that I flew, <laughs> my blue ghost moose that I, like, flew around, which I really do like that. Mm. Um, yeah. um, was really, really cool. But, like, the big thing for me was the fact that, like, I just, like, I got to enjoy this new aspect of the game. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. And so since that memory, um, I've really taken the, um, it's in the journey Mm-hmm. kind of like saying and like mm-hmm. i like ran with it for and like applied that to other aspects of my life because for me what for whatever reason that's like the example that i always like conjure up yeah whenever i think of that specific piece of advice which is kind of neat that reminds me of it's kind of cliche i guess or like cringy but that reminds me of like backpacking and like hiking and shit mm-hmm. okay because you all it's like it's so linear i mean you have like the the thing that you're like going out to like walk to mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's one foot in front of the other it's it's one but Follow you the get trail. there you get yeah. there and you're like wow all right time to go back <laughs> <laughs> i'll take a picture i guess yeah. but like that's never like it, I, you remember it you... but it's not like the thing that when you look back and like remember that like trip mm-hmm. or that hike it's never the thing like getting to the destination itself is like always like okay yeah it was like we got there or whatever like mm-hmm. it was like a yeah, big and thing it's to usually talk about. really fucking pretty but so is but the rest not, of the hike yeah but it's not like mm-hmm. the it's not like the most fun aspect of the entire hike it's no, not like it's no, not it's, like the whole it's the journey and the fact that you did that shit right? or like jumping into rivers along the way <laughs> or like throwing yeah. rocks off of cliffs or screaming yeah. into the wind that's exactly. the kind of shit you remember i feel like it also kind of is heavily dependent on like who you go with like mm-hmm. most definitely yeah, yeah. especially because like i literally am staring at my feet the entire time so i don't like fall on my face yes. so like like i look back and i'm like oh how was the hike and it's like oh well i saw my shoes i yes, guess I know what you mean. um but like if, we, if you're going with like a good group of people you to actually like take the time to kind of like stop along the way and like mm-hmm. explore like our beautiful natural world it like mm-hmm. makes it so much better i know what you mean i know yeah. what you mean i primarily hike with my dad and we usually just put down the miles like mm-hmm. our, our goal is we <laughs> we don't stop Could unless, not be unless we're tired enough that we can't stop i can see you put down some miles we put down the miles but that doesn't mean we're stopping seeing the sights because we do not walk fast by <laughs> any means we do what is referred to as a plod What's that? It's basically just like it's slightly faster than like a slow walk. Okay. It's, a it's a, or like a plod? Like, like clapping? Le- like less than a walk? I mean a like plot? it's it's like, it's like a, No, like plodding along. It, yeah, like oh, literally like plodding along. I've yeah, like, it, like not super fast but very consistent and you mm. like you like never stop. Hmm. Um, until obviously you get to like where – because we do um, – we've only done one fourteener, but we backpack hmm. and we'll, we'll go for like a while. We'll do some hard shit. And so like – when you get up to like the really high altitude, it's like 
10 steps and then you stop 10 steps and then you stop because like it's literally like you're sucking the wind out of yourself Mm -hmm. every time i mean you've been like really really high altitudes before yeah sure yeah it sucks especially when you're driving up from texas Uh, i love it dude that's (laughs) the shit man we went when you're like when you're like so like oxygen deprived that like you can hardly see and you feel like you just gotta pass up you just gotta... so that's just like me anytime i exercise yeah you're just like oh that's not, default it's like it's like panic inducing yeah, <laughs> fair. Nah, nah. fair completely fair i thought no, i was gonna fall off the mountain so i didn't finish that one you just gotta <laughs> you just gotta think oxygen rich thoughts oh yeah you just gotta is... you just gotta think that you're at low sea level yeah you gotta just think your <laughs> way through work. your medical mine, um issues you it's know? A, your mind is an enigma yeah. i kept like i was like climbing over all these rocks and on either side of me it was like a sheer face i was like right along the ridge at mm-hmm. like 13 point something thousand feet or like 14 point something thousand feet yeah and i was like you know maybe we'll finish at the false summit (laughs) 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 logan i think i told you this story um but i almost got killed by a or not killed i i didn't almost get killed but i almost got charged by or i felt like i was about to get charged by a bighorn sheep oh fuck did i tell you about this no all right so bored you bro well, or bighorn, bighorn sheep, ram, like, like a, ram. a like a like our mascot, like a, not like a, a not like a ram. mountain goat, yeah. not a mountain goat, but like a bighorn sheep with a yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've seen him on the side of the highway before. Yeah, man. So I was, um, I was still a camper at my summer camp, mm-hmm. and we'd go on like backpacking trips and shit. Oh, that's fire. And um, I don't know. So we were in a we were going up this mountain, Rocky Mountain National Park called Desolation Peak. Okay. And we were kind of just like bushwhacking up the side of this mountain there wasn't a trail it's it's an unmarked mountain on the on the map it's like thirteen thousand feet or something like that but we were like hiking just straight up this mountain and then y'all just y'all were just going straight up y'all weren't cutting zigzag like a trail would not really wow Nah, we we kind of just like like booked it how'd y'all make it back alive (laughs) so we we got up like above tree line and everything and so see and you can just kind of chart your way down and so you know how like when you're above tree line it's like kind of just like boulders and like jagged rocks and shit like that yeah yeah yeah. there's not really like like it's like a trail it's literally rocks and the occasional like brush and shit yeah and so i'm climbing like I don't really have many people beside because I don't think everybody summited like because some people weren't feeling that good, mm-hmm. but um a couple of us did and we were all kind of spread out um but because there's like so much space up there yeah but I was I like climbed up over this boulder that was like I don't know it, like it was like so like too high for me to see over so I actually had to like climb up over mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and then when I got up over this lip like I saw like a couple mountain goats. Or not mountain goats, bighorn sheep standing mm-hmm. there. And then I like stand up, I like get up to my feet. Mm-hmm. And then one of them with the rack, with the big horns, starts like stamping its feet at me. Mm-hmm. And like, Yikes. you scramble like back that. down? I was like, okay. And then I, yeah, <laughs> I, I down climbed and then took a wide berth around them. And I like told <laughs> like my counselor and shit, I was like, well, there's a, there's a sheep over there. <laughs> he's looking pissed. <laughs> he's looking like he's not too happy to see us. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, sometimes in life, you hit a big ram, and you just got to turn around real quick. You just got to hit the brakes real yeah. quick. Yeah. Dude, I'm looking at these pictures of the, like, of, like, the, the lake shore up the mountains, and I want to go, like, run my toes in the gravel. Ooh. I keep wanting to interrupt the conversation to just tell you guys, like, to point out, like, a geological thing. Ooh. Yeah. Like, there's some joints and stuff up in those rocks. Some, what, some what fractures. What is a joint? They're extension fractures that happen in parallel. So it's like it's like a uh, bunch of fractures symmetric. that happen next to each other, but it's a big one. Like symmetric uh, oh. parallel lines. Oh, like the, vertical. Yeah, it could be vertical. It could be oh. horizontal. It could be at a oblique angle to mm-hmm. each other. But like um, they're all parallel to each other. Well, they're all parallel. Yeah. How does that happen? Uh, so it's an extension fracture. So is it the same rock? So it cracks the same way. Yeah, it actually, it like comes down to the actual cleavage of um, like the crystal lattice mm-hmm. within a mineral. Like it comes down like to the to the like micro like nano scale to the at- atomic scale, mm-hmm. but that's extrapolated throughout the entire um, rock like system, the entire rock system. So they're all gonna crack the same way because it's the same rock. Yeah, let's say that there's a like some some force is acting on the rock that is pushing this body out, mm-hmm. and it needs to uh, equilibria e- equilibrate. Um, mm-hmm. The, all the because it's it's it's, it's experienced all this pressure on mm-hmm. this side and so it needs to extend like that to to accommodate hmm. this pressure yeah 
And so it'll accommodate it by extending and then in parallel, it'll have all these fractures that also do it. Oh, so every single fracture will open up the same way. Pretty much, yeah. And that's how, um, it, like in a gist, I, I feel like I explained it poorly, but there's also <laughs> um, uh, asymmetric uh, shear uh, faults that can also happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're both they're both ways that the rock deals with stress, stress. yeah, mm-hmm. and deformation. Geology and class with Adam. What a way to spend a Tuesday night. I feel like I'm in structural geology it. right now. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's but that's how veins form. Like veins will fill like faults or joints. Uh-huh. Um vein yeah, veins. And like like water like gets down into them sometimes and fills them up with all these like minerals and stuff, and then that's you know, sometimes you find gold in it. That's so cool. Yeah, man. I'm looking at the water. <laughs> have you guys noticed how blue this water has been this whole time it's got to be like cheating blue there's no way <laughs> there ain't there ain't a single way on earth that this water is that blue yeah but water i don't know i want to go to a mountain lake and find out now have you ever been to a mountain lake um yeah it's just have you ever while. jumped in a mountain lake I like a glacial lake i don't think i've I've waded around in one. I don't think I've like jumped in and like and like swam. Aren't around they like in one. freezing cold? They are. They're, they're frigid. really cold. Yeah, they're super cold. We did um, Gibbons my sophomore year, which is up in the Sierras, mm-hmm. and in California. Um, mm-hmm. And basically, like, what happened is like there was a glacier on the mountain, and over thousands of years, it like slid down and made like a sheer face mm-hmm. and landed like in where there's now the lake because it melted and that's what the lake water is right and so all along one side of the lake is just this giant sheer face that like kind of like it starts like a slant and then it comes down to like almost Mm. vertical and it's all like this like um black and white rock with like splotches like that and it's so cool Fuck and it's so cool and we went up we hiked up there um my sophomore year and we like we like fished it for, for for dindin and and you got some it fish was out of it. My dad did. I didn't catch anything, but my dad got a couple little ones. Hell yeah, it was cool. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the reason glaciers are the reason why the Rocky Mountains look like the way they do. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the I don't know they used to be covered in glaciers, and as they retreated, they carved out the mountains. Yep, and that's wow. why there's the water bodies. Wow. Yeah, that's why there's lakes and stuff. Yeah, high most, up in there. Most yes. of our lakes in Colorado are are high high mountain lakes. High mountain yeah, lakes. man. And then Minnesota is this, is this is this Rocky Mountains right here? Or is this like Sierras or is this Appalachian or what? That looks like granite. Could be the Rocky Mountains. Could I don't be. know. It looks like so that tree looks like it could be down in Arizona. That's where I'd guess. I'd say this might be like Mexico or something. Oh, you think it's further south? I mean, yeah, it's I think so it's further blue. south. You guys want to hear a geology fun fact? Sure. What's your geology fun fact? I you like the geology fun fact, like sound effect? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know. I think someone could do that. Yeah, sure. whoever's editing yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. we outsource that. You know? Yeah. Geology fun fact, yeah. sound effect, yeah. please. So, uh, <laughs> cue. Okay, I'll just I'll, I'll leave this cue here. Cue the uh, geology fun fact uh, sound effect, please, right here. Okay, thank you. That should be enough time. Um, so, guess what kind of rock the Andes Mountains are made of? What? Granite. Andesite. Fuck. Wow. Because. That was your geology fun fact of oh. the day. Because. Oh, because? <laughs> yeah. The wonderful way it does. Andesite. I like that. Facts. Yeah. I like Bars. Wizard of Oz. Now, andesite is a, is a mixture of, of uh, different magma compositions. Whoa. And so, so the magma f- was different from like granite to like andesite. It was like a granite basalt mix. Yeah, hmm. and it made an intermediate andesite. I dropped my silly putty. Magma from like uh, under the earth or like volcanoes. Um. Yes. From well, it formed <laughs> plutonically, so under the earth. Mm. And so there's volcanic and then plutonic. Mm. And plutonic is is beneath the surface, and volcanic mm. is the stuff that comes up above. Uh, yeah, volcanoes they they really get all the credit, don't they? They really do, and it's kind of sad because most of the the cool stuff. Well, volcanoes are cool because we can witness like crazy geology happening mm. like in our lifetime. Like if you've ever heard of the volcano 
Hunga tonga hunga ha hapai. I have hunga yeah, tonga I have. I wouldn't, I don't, I hunga hapai ha or something like that. What's it called? Hunga tonga hunga hunga tonga hunga hapai. Is it the Hawaiian sure. one that erupted a couple years ago? It's not. It's not in Hawaii. It's oh. um. I think it's so west of the west of Indonesia. I'm okay. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, or is that east? It might be east of Indonesia. I dude, the other side of the world is so trivial to think is about. Is it in the Pacific <laughs> Ocean or the Indian Ocean? Pacific. It's, it's in the east it's, of Indonesia. Yeah, east Indonesia. All right, but um, in 2020, okay, so in 2016, it used to be a couple like rocks that just barely jutted up mm-hmm. out of the ocean and were called islands, mm-hmm. and then it started to have an eruption and then grew into a massive island, mm-hmm. and then in 2020 it blew up and now there's mm-hmm. no more island that's wow. cool there's like two little bits left so in the there sea. was an island and there wasn't over the course of like mm. the past 10 years yeah it went from an island to no island or in like 2006 dude there's there's nothing from google earth that's that's and i was looking at this today show up and then disappear? you can watch it on if you go year by year on google earth pro you mm-hmm. can watch wow. it go from absolutely nothing there on that part of the ocean mm-hmm. to some rocks that jut up mm-hmm to a massive island that's covered in trees mm-hmm. and then <laughs> it's kind of funny in 2020 it's, it's just a smoke cloud dude it's what? literally just like a giant explosion holy in the shit middle of the ocean and then now if you look then at the it there's just year, nothing nothing well huh. there's like like a couple like there's like three dispersed when, islands when is it supposed but, to erupt huh? again will it make another island here yeah i mean it'll probably make another island it'll probably keep doing that for a while <laughs> and then another one is mount etna in sicily mm-hmm. oh is and it still active yeah, it's very active. It's been growing over the past couple of years. Whoa. It's grown a lot, and they're actually kind of um, scared about it because it, it's it's foot it's a uh, it's foot it's foot wall or it's um man I forgot what the 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 term for that is it's toe or something like that. Mm-hmm. It goes into the Mediterranean Ocean, and they're worried that since it's so saturated with water, it might unstabilize, and the whole face of it might slide into the water, causing a tsunami. Whoa! Holy like shit. like a whole island just like yeeting itself into the water. Yeah. Wow. Well, not the whole to side use the word of like a mountain. The whole side of a mountain, yeah, which can make a pretty significant wave because they the wave will go in and then it'll be like. A forty-foot wave on the other mm. side, uh, other side of the of the Mediterranean. Yeah, it'll yeah. it'll send like a water shock wave through it, basically. Yeah. Like it's ripple. so crazy. Tsunamis yeah. are like impressive because it's like the seems like the smallest little force just cause. Well, it's basically like there's like an earthquake under the ocean, yeah. and you just can't see it. Uh, okay, that's yeah. the well, crazy yeah. part. Sometimes the force is there, dude. Sometimes they displace hundreds of feet, like yeah. hundreds of feet, like like the at the base of the ocean, like. Mm-hmm two uh walls of rock will move against each other mm-hmm. like hundreds of feet and, like, uh, like that yeah and like send... the rocks will move that much mm-hmm. yeah like what? along along because there's all these fault lines right. that mm-hmm. coincide with the they're, they're kind of like perpendicular divide. with the um mid-ocean ridges uh-huh. it's they're really if you look at a map of it it's it doesn't really make sense but all these all the mid-ocean ridges well, are like just separated the continental divide there was just like a bunch of fucking continental fuckery. divide goes through rocky mountain national park Huh? Yeah, but it cuts mean, like, the, the, the North plates? America. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the the mid ocean ridges are the boundaries below of the, the plates, ocean. That's what I'm thinking yeah. about yeah. the continents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something. Yeah. But it's super weird. But they're all on these like weird transverse uh, reverse faults. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're super trippy. I used to know what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> so transverse will slide against each other and reverse oh. slide up each other. That is yep. such a sixth grade moment right here. Yeah, dude. Welcome back grade. to Earth Science mm. with Adam Ray. <laughs> but yeah, man. So they displace a shitload of water and then that water comes up as a wave and then fucks shit up in Sumatra. Yeah. There's a really bad tsunami in Sumatra in like the 90s or some shit. You get mm. Sumatratized. Sumatratized, bro. Yeah, that's when you get like hit by a big tsunami. I just made it up. Yeah, Logan, Peyton, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate um, it, Adam. You know, we're happy to be here yeah. at the end of the day. Of course, yeah. of course. I'm, I'm happy to be here as always. Um, You're killing it. I feel like I really learned a lot about life, about rocks, about myself. Um, I feel like I can re-listen to this podcast and revisit some 
some moments, you know? Some moments, some memories. Yeah, take them with me for the rest of my life. And maybe you'll oh, reminisce yeah. on this in yeah. five, ten years when you're thinking about college. You'll think about that, that podcast Tuesday. <laughs> podcast Tuesday. I'll, like, be, like, old and graying and look back and, like, wow, look at that. Look at that young child just you know, making, making waves out there and making waves. Yeah. Dude, Wave, I'm going to look back. Ducks. I'm going to look back as a, as like someone in like five years and I'm going to hate myself. I'm going to think <laughs> I'm being such an asshole right now. I bet. Uh, oh, self-love. Yeah. Well, yeah. To me in five well, years, I hate you too. Add them out. Thanks for watching. Peace. Uh, yeah. Peace, love, subscribe. Yeah. Dude, can you hurry up and just finish the time machine already? We've been stuck out here for, like, a week and a half now. Like, who knows what the hell's gone on? You saw the dinosaurs. You saw the fighter pilots. Like, dude, I'm not trying to get caught in the middle of that again. Dude, just because I took two engineering classes, that does not translate to me being able to fix the time machine. Just pass me that. Here you go. You try and figure out how to navigate to the dimensional merge. Well, I tried to get the fucking hydraulic converter working. I can try, but like, you know, that storm of psychic powers would broke the timeline in the first place. You know, like there must have been some major, significant disturbance outside that that caused all of this to happen.